this morning I just want you to know Jesus even more. That your life in here is supposed to be excited life. Yeah, a Christianity life is supposed to be a very exciting kind of life. It's not boring. If you know uh, who God is and you allow Him to work in you, it's gonna be awesome. Because God is not a person that like to intervene or like just push through our life. He's a gentleman. If you do not allow Him, He won't do anything. But if you allow Him, He gonna do. The best that he can do, and when God do the best that it can do, it really is the best, and there is no mistake in God's work. Ooh, okay. I just uh, let us just open John chapter four. This is a real story from two thousand years ago, but still relevant nowadays. John chapter four. Let us read verse forty-six first. Yeah. Now the thing is, Jesus has been around to a lot of cities. Now Jesus coming back again uh, to the city of Cana. Now, if you remember, the first miracle that Jesus did is in Cana. What is that miracle? Turning water into wine. Yeah. But after the miracles uh, from that city of Cana, he go around to another city, another city. Now he coming back again to Cana. Now at that time when he coming back, there was a very royal or noble or royal. Uh, official that this noble official is reside in Capernaum. So this royal man have a son that really ill. Even in the Bible say that the son is so sick that he about to die. Yeah, it's really really sick. Now the royal man heard about Jesus. He never meet Jesus face to face, but he heard about Jesus. He heard about what. Jesus can do, and most of the news is talking about Jesus did something that only God can do. So he heard about testimony. Oh, Jesus turned the water into wine. Jesus heals the blind. The blind can see. The lame can walk. Yeah, the mute can speak. Even Jesus cast out demons. People that have demon possess be free out of demons. Wow, wow, wow! And here he is, a very royal official, a nobleman. He has a high status in community, and he has a sick, very sick son. I think, I guess, he already tried a lot of things before he came to Jesus. Maybe he tried to bring this to doctors, a lot of rabbis, and any things. Maybe a Even the Romans doctors or witchcraft, maybe he already tried everything, but he remember this testimony or good news about Jesus. Jesus can heal. He can do the things only God can do. Have you heard about what Jesus do in someone else's life? Have you heard about uh, a students uh, pray and then God help these students and? Uh, finish the exam and graduated. Have you heard that kind of testimony? That is, you heard about what Jesus can do. There are a lot of testimony. If you go to home group every Friday, you gonna hear as well a lot of testimony about what God can do in someone's life because God still doing and actively doing a great works in the midst of us. Yeah. So now he heard that Jesus come. So from Capernaum to Cana. 
is about like one day walk without stopping. The walk is mountainy and then Cana is higher than Capernaum because Capernaum is near the Sea of Galilee. Yeah, so everything that near the sea, the city of the sea, of course, is lower than the city up the hills. Yeah. So this man with the faith, with the trust that I heard about what Jesus do, why not I try? I try everything is not working, but I heard about this person Jesus can heal. So he is a nobleman. He left the house. He kissed goodbye to the son. Maybe in his thought, maybe this is the, the last time I'm going to kiss my son alive goodbye. So who knows? Because he's about to die. And the walk from here to there take one day. So he left the house. Like, it's better for me to try than not doing anything. He walked to Kana. He walk and walk in fear. He walks. Sometimes he run. Sometimes he's puffing. Sometimes he's like panting. <laughs> but he walk again. Maybe I guess during that night, uh, he he decided no. I just need to walk. I just need to meet Jesus quickly, quickly. I do not know where when my my uh, son gonna die. He is in desperate moment. He don't care if he not resting. He don't care. Maybe he just rest for a while and then walk again. He climb, he running down the hill, climb again. Just for this one only things. Maybe, hopefully, Jesus, this person that I heard the story, can do something. Have you been in that desperate moment in your life that you try to feel or to, to get out from that desperate situation and you try everything? Or maybe you are right now. Have you feel loneliness in your life that so lonely? Have you feel you are in the midst of the crowds, but you just lonely? Yeah, it feels like you are alone. It feels like nobody really understands you, and you are lonely. And you want to feel this room of loneliness. What is it? How can I feel these things? I'm desperate for things. I'm desperate to satisfy my heart. Maybe you are in desperate moment for your works, for your career, relationship, ministry even. Your future, your health, any aspect of your... Have you ever like feel desperate? Somebody help me. And this man, desperate for the life of his son. Really desperate. But I want to tell you this morning as well, there is hope. The hope is in the name of Jesus. He's still the same uh, person and God. Yeah, 2,000 years ago and now his power is still awesome and amazing. And again, he is still at works. So this man go to Kana and finally he arrived at Kana. So let us jump to verse 47, please. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea into Galilee, he went to him and pleaded with him to come down and heal his son, for he was about to die. Remember, he is a nobleman, royal official, not only high official, royal, meaning he worked straight away with the king, but he backed Jesus, meaning he put down his pride. Long time ago, the way you backed is not just, come on lah, please lah, please. You need to what? Kneel down. Yeah, so he kneeled down. 
before Jesus, he kneel down before all Israelites. Ih, the royal man kneel down. If you come to the Bible class, yeah, uh, they they learn about this culture that the high official not kneel down, <laughs> especially in front of many people that lower class uh, than them. But this man begged Jesus. Jesus again, what? Desperate. He do not know whether the man really can heal or not, but he try everything. He don't care about his pride anymore. He don't care about what people gonna say about him. One thing he cares, who knows? It's only like, who knows? This man can heal my son. He begged Jesus, Jesus, come. Come to my house in his mind. And in that culture at that time, the way a priest or a rabbi or someone Uh, bring healing to a person is that people come, put oil, and lay their hands on the sick, and they pray or do something ritual la, 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 like that. So with this kind of way and image, the man say, "Come to my house, Jesus. If you come and just touch my son in his mind, he will be healed. Come on, come, Jesus, come, Jesus." But what is Jesus' respond? Jesus answered this, 48. Jesus told him, unless you people, you is talking also to other people because at that time Jesus surrounded with many people. Yeah? Jesus told him, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Actually, Jesus in here like challenge the man and challenge the people. You only believe that I can heal if you see the sign, right? If you see the proof. And sometimes we are like that. God, you gonna give me the proof you are God. Otherwise, I, I am not gonna believe you. You gonna give me the proof that I will get a better or good future. Otherwise, I will not believe in you. God, if you are God, do this to me. And when you do these things to me, then this is the proof that I gonna believe you more. But God is not like that. Yeah? Jesus that I worship and you worship is not the person like that. God that we worship is walking and doing in the realm of faith, meaning trust and belief. You got to believe first, then you see things. It's not seeing, it's believing. No, in the kingdom of God is believing without seeing. We only can do that with God. And God working in that realm. And God want to teach. And God want to again uh, rise up the faith of this man. And teach all the men that hearing this uh, situation. That they learn and they grow up in their faith from glory to glory to glory. Therefore God, it seems like without mercy. Ah, you only want to believe me if there is proof. I mean like, please Jesus, logically, if people come to you, you will say, Oh, poor you. Are you okay? Oh, you already walked so long. Uh, water, water. Come on, what happened to your son? I mean, like, give empathy. This one, Jesus not even show empathy. Halah, you only come to me. But want the proof first, right? You do not really believe actually, right? <laughs> Something like that. Like, oh, Jesus, why you did this to, to that man? But when I see that Jesus not intended to be like that, but because he knows every man's heart. He wants to process the man, the father's heart. He wants to process the heart of all the people that listen. Then he challenged this. But what is the response of the royal official? Sir, the official said to him, 
calm down before my boy dies. He keep persuading Jesus say, whatever it is, Jesus, I don't understand why you ask me that one. But sir, he is so focused. People that desperate, they are focused. If you are not focused because you are not desperate enough. If you are not focused in your career because you are not desperate enough for something in your career. If you are not focused in your life because you are not desperate enough for something happen in your life. Only desperate people will focus. And this man, he's desperate. Therefore, if God bring a desperate situation in you, thank God for that because God want you to be focused. This man is so focused. I don't understand what you're saying, Jesus. I don't understand. I'm just coming. Why are you saying these things to me? But sir, again, he lay down his pride. Come down. Come, Lord, to my house before my boy die. That's it. He's already preparing my boy. He's going to die, 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 die. And Jesus saw this man. And Jesus actually really loves this man and the boys and also the family. So what did Jesus do? Verse 50. Go, Jesus told him. Your son will live. The man believed what Jesus said to him and departed. When we see this one, it seems like it's just a fast process. But actually when Jesus say, go in some translation, go home, dot. Meaning there is a pause. Go home. Maybe in this man's head like, what, go home? I- I'm running from like yesterday to now, running and walking, puffing and panting without stop. And I meet Jesus and he just say, go home. What is this? Nothing, no ointment, no, no spiritual ceremony or something. Because our way, how God works, we already determine it based on culture and experience. Yeah, Maybe this man say, you got to do something, God. Isn't that the way it's like, it's, it's too easy, just go home. What, what is it? You're not giving me maybe a water, you pray for the water and then give this water to your son and he will live. It's just like go home. Empty-handed, Lord. <laughs> But then it's not stopping there. Your son will live. And these very words, he's not hearing it from other people. These very words, he's not just listening from other people's testimony. He hear it from Jesus. himself. I believe Jesus at that time knew that he ran for one day long going to Cana because this man gonna meet Jesus and every man that meet Jesus their heart, their faith gonna be changed. Sometimes we just listening, oh God doing this in other people's life. Oh the uh, Christians say God can help them. We just listen. But it's not enough. You got to meet with the person, with the person. And this man meet and hear the word straight away from the person, Jesus Christ. And he is God. And his words is, your son will live. He's not going back with uh, some ceremonial religious that uh, culturally happened at that day. He's not come with ointment. He's not come with maybe chanting. He's not come with uh, charms maybe. He's not. He's come looking empty-handed. 
but he believed. He see at Jesus, and I believe at that moment it's not being written, but it's just like between Jesus and him. As Jesus look at uh, his eyes, and this man's eyes look at Jesus, there is something connection happened there. Why? Because the fruit is the man believed. Sometimes you do not say anything much, but something going on in here, and that is Jesus works. Sometimes you just sitting down right now in wherever you are in this room. But something happened in your mind, something happened in your heart. I pray in Jesus' mighty name as you allow him to do something in your life. It's a simple things. But this man believed there is something change. The faith is raised up. The, the faith even stronger than the first time he came running looking for Jesus. So when he came to Cana, he ran and walked with fear. But now he came back with faith. He came back home walking not without fear. Yes, he walked sometimes he's, he's run because he really wants to know the result. Again, yeah, he just have that belief that your son will live. And in that process, he got the faith. He surrender uh, the things that he wants to get. But he walked and he still remember your son will live. Can you imagine this? When he walked, go up the hill again and go down again. Your son will live. Jesus said, your son will live. And he keep repeating, my son will live. My son will live. As human, I know that maybe there is going to be creep in some thought like, this is ridiculous. He's just saying it. Where is the logic of it? You haven't seen it. Because at that time, there is no mobile phone. If there is a mobile phone, maybe like, God, please FaceTime with my son and then just pray. <laughs> you going to believe. Like, at that time, no, there is nothing. So he do not know what's going on over there. Oh my God, is it going to be happen? But because he never heard Jesus did this before. What he heard, Jesus come, lay hand, heal. Speak, heal, straight away, direct. But this is long distance. <laughs> long distance prayer is going to be happening. But he walk and he keep remember that. My son will live, my son will live, my son. When the thought coming, ah, impossible lah. You so foolish. You go to Jesus, come back with nothing. So foolish. But again, no, no, no. Jesus say, my son will live. Your son will live. Your son will live. And that is the walk of faith. You do not have the proof yet. Maybe you are waiting for something in your life. And maybe the whisper of your flesh, of your the, the word, uh, the world view come into your mind. The logical mindset of human being and human wisdom come to your mind and say, are you sure? Are you sure? You've been walking this far. It seems like nothing happened. Are you sure? You know, when God gives you a promise, He will do it for sure. Our portion is keep believing and look upon Him. And this man, I believe, he keep what? Repeating the promises of God in his mind. Therefore, he walk with faith, not with fear, not with doubt, with faith. I believe this time and this season, we got to raise up our faith who God is. The person that say your son if, uh, will believe is the person is God, 100% God, and at that time, 100% human. And he can do whatever God can do, only him. And he's very trustworthy in his word with this identity and characteristic he trusts 
in the name of Jesus. He trusts in the person of Jesus and he just say, my son will live. What is the promises of God in your life that you haven't seen yet? Are you waiting for what that you haven't seen yet? You keep saying it. No, my God is bigger than my fear. My God is bigger than my weaknesses. I will have a victory because God say the victories belong to you because he already won it on the cross. I am a victorious person. I am a victorious person. Reality, oh my God. But I am a victorious person and I'm going to keep doing, I'm going to keep disciplining myself. I am a victorious person. Your confession is based on what Jesus said about you. And this is the man that did that 2,000 years ago. I think he's the first man that did that in the New Testament era. He never heard about anyone like that before. But what happened to him? Let us jump to verse 52. And I guess this is like a little bit uh, near the Capernaum. Yeah? When he about to arrive into the city of Capernaum, he saw his servants. Yeah? He is a royal official. Of course, he has servants. He saw his servants. And then the servant come to him. And I just imagine, this is my imagination, when the servants look at the master, the servant going to run and say, Master, master, your son, your son, like like drama, your son, your son, jeng, 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 what happened to my son, your, your son, your, come on, quickly, what happened to my son, your son is alive, wow, he just, and he straight away want to check and recheck, this is a coincidence or what, he asked them, what time he got better, he's not even asking them, uh, how is he? Where he is right now? Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, no. He asking first. He asked them what time he got better. Because he have this faith and he just want to confirm. Is it real or not? Again, it's a journey. And sometimes we are like that. It's a coincidence or not. And maybe it's just a coincidence. But he asking what time he got better. Yesterday at one o'clock, the fever left, left him. He answered. Then the father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, your son will live straight away. He remembered when he said like, oh, your son's alive yesterday at one o'clock in the afternoon, straight away. There is a flashback. And Jesus said, your son will live. Tang, tang, one o'clock. And he remembered that is the exact time. Yesterday, one o'clock. When God say, your son will live. Far away in Capernaum, there it go. The healing is there. That's awesome. And that is sometimes our journey. You know, um, there is a testimony. Uh, so this lady, she has a very, um, she's very worried about her study. And she really wants to graduate uh, this last semester. Yeah. So, she came to me, oh, Kakak Evo is so hard, so difficult. Can I really um, do this? I said like, okay, before you uh, study, you pray. I said like that to her. Because when you pray, you allow God to work in your life, to give you wisdom because science, wisdom things, knowledge is come from Him. Yeah. So fear the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, my lady. Pray. Pray, ask God, God, Holy Spirit, help me to understand and to remember things. 
Oke okay, kakak Evo and pray about peace ya. Oke. Okay, okay. And he pray, she pray. Sometimes she gonna WhatsApp me again. Kakak Evo, how about it? And I keep reminding her, pray and just believe. Ask for wisdom and peace. The next time, kakak Evo, oh my God, how many times? But that is the things ya. Yeah? We have to keep remembering again and again. And that's good. We are living in the community, so we can re, uh, remind one another again and again. So remind again. And I said like, I pray for you. And this is my pray. I just type it. So after the exam finish, and one week before the, what is it? The exam, yeah, the result. She came to this place this sun like this Sunday. And then came to me and say, I think I'm gonna fail. Why? I can't do it. Even I cannot uh, answer one problems. Yeah. So I said, Oh, okay. But lady, you already done your best. You already done at at least you already done uh, the best that you can do. Let us just pray and give it back to God. Kakak Evo, I think I I need a strategy how to handle this failure. His mind already like fail. I gonna fail. I gonna fail. So he, she said like, I'm gonna register to have this um, re-examination again. Oh, okay. What you gonna say? Oh, I'm gonna say like, I'm sick. <laughs> and I cannot do well because I'm worried and I'm sick and I have mental problem. <laughs> I said, oh my gosh. <laughs> said, no, don't do that. Uh, but whatever is your decision is, let us just pray, come to God because I believe uh, God honor whatever your heart works is. But kakak Evo, but pray. <laughs> but just believe. That's okay, lady. Uh, if you decided to, uh, what is it? For doing the re-examination again, apply it, that's up to you. But I'm gonna pray that God will uh, answer your prayer. That you're gonna graduate this semester. Okay, kakak Evo. And later she knows that at that time that we're talking and talking, uh, Wasapping and things like that. Actually, the exam uh, result already there and flowing to the database and preparing for other result coming. And then when she opened the result, the next uh, the, a week after our conversation, she said like straight away she called me. I do not pick up as usual. <laughs> repent, repent, repent. <laughs> But she SMS me. Uh, so if you <laughs> if you call me, but I do not pick up, please forgive me, forgive me. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm working on it. But she SMS me with capital bold letters, say like, Kaka Evo, I graduate, yeah. And I say like, wow, I'm the one that really happy. I'm like, it's not even my business, but I'm really happy. I said, God, you are good. Straight away, I praise it. God, you are good, Lord. You are good, Lord. And 26th of July, this just July, she graduated. I met again with her uh, this week and say like, Kakak Evo, now I really know that God really, really real in my life. And then from that situation, challenges in her life, for some of you maybe it's not so challenged, but for her life, it's the challenges of her life bring her growing up in her faith. She began to experience Jesus at that time. Now she... Today she went back to Indonesia for two months and she just saying a lot of things again. And another thing that she said to me, Kakak Evo, my family have a problem. We have a business, but my mom and dad cannot cope with the business anymore, a family business. So we're planning to uh, sell the business. 
Do you know that selling house is hard? Selling business is harder. Yeah, a lot of things need to be done. So it's not easy. But the mommy and daddy already stress and everything like that. And in emporium, let us pray for this. I said like that. It's only God can open the way. Okay, Kakak Evo, and when we pray a simple prayer, we ask God uh, help so that there there is someone that trustworthy that can buy the business with a good deal. Mommy, daddy gonna be happy. Your name will be glorified. Amen. And just night after we okay, bye 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 bye. And the night when I arrive home, again she SMS me. Now she learn her. Uh, she learned about me that uh, no, no need to call Kakak Evo. <laughs> no pick up. Kakak Evo, do you know what? When we talk about this, actually my mom and dad is talking with someone and it's already have a deal. So the business is sold to a person. I said like, wow. Uh, she just like, Kakak Evo, oh God is good. And then the crying emoji, Ooh, not crying sad, yeah, crying, Lord Jesus. And also, thank you, Jesus. When we walk with faith, we let God do whatever you want to do, Lord. Open up the ways, Lord Jesus. And I believe God allowed these things happen to strengthen her. But also, I got strengthened as well. What is the desperate things that you want to be happen in your life that only God can do? Come to Him, surrender to Him. He is awesome. He is faithful. And I just want to close with this story again. Now is a direct healing from Jesus from Mark 9. Again in Mark 9 is talking about a man that have a son. And the son very sick and the son actually sick because of possessed by the devil, yeah. And at that time again As a good father, he's desperate for healing. He's desperate for someone can release the son from this evil spirit. He tried everything again, the same things. And then even he came to Jesus' disciples. But nothing is work. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, even Jesus' disciples, the one that living with Jesus 24-7, cannot heal my sons. What hope? I can have. But at that time, Jesus coming down from a mountain and then look uh, what happened. Uh, the situation is like quite chaotic. But he said, hey, uh, your disciples try to uh, pray for this demon-possessed uh, son or kids, but nothing happened. It's not working. And this man finally meet Jesus again face to face. It is really important to meet him personally. Yeah. And I believe Jesus is here at this moment. I pray that you will allow yourself to meet him face to face personally at this moment. Maybe not physically. Yeah. Uh, I pray that there is some faith in you that you can say, yes, God, I want to experience you. But this man meet uh, with Jesus face to face. Mark 9 verse 17. So Jesus asked what happened. And then people say, a man in the crowd answered. Teacher, I brought you my son, who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it sees him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashing his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. 
And then just jump to verse 20. So they brought him. When the Spirit saw Jesus in the presence of Jesus, there is no other spirit can stand. Yeah. And I so believe the presence of God is here. There is no other spirit can stand. When the Spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into convulsion. So it's just rolling, bang, 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 like that. He fell to the ground, rolled around, foaming at the mouth. And in the midst of that chaotic, again, this is a comedy. Jesus not straight away tend to the boy. Jesus make a very easy, calm conversation with the, the father. Like ignoring what happened with the boy. But Jesus is so cool, he's in control. Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? From childhood, his answer. It has often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. The father do not have faith anymore because your disciples cannot, not super enough. Maybe you also as a teacher, not super enough. Therefore, he said, ah, if you can, please help. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? And Jesus challenged him, verse 23, if you can. Are you sure? If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. And in that time, the man knows something. He knows that he wants to believe. But his logic can't comprehend what the analytical situation that he saw. It's like, this is impossible. But he wants to believe. Yeah, there is sometimes we say like, oh, I heard about Jesus this and Jesus that. I want to believe, but but it's just connect with my logic. I want to believe, but I can't. There is something hinder me in here. There's something in my rela- in, in my experience and the way I see it, the way my analytical city. Like, no, but I want to believe. Then in this uh, uh, conflict, verse 24, immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. I do believe what you say, but help me overcome my unbelief. This is a paradox. I do believe, but I do not believe. <laughs> no, like what? I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. I do believe. I want to believe Jesus, but he is so honest. Overcome my unbelief, Lord. And this is our work as a people, yeah, as Christian as well. Sometimes we know the word of God. We know Jesus say like this. We know the story about Jesus. I know Jesus is God, but something I just can't believe something good gonna happen in my way. I just not believe that it's not like about God can or cannot do. Maybe God won't do it for me. God will do it for other people, but not me. God, I do not believe. I believe, but I unbelieve. Have you experienced this? Yeah. I know my situation, I need you, and I know you can do this miracle, God, but I do not believe you You want to do it. It's nothing about can or cannot. It's something with will you or will you, will you not, Lord. Sometimes that is the unbelief in our hearts. And this man also like, he just don't know anymore. The logic, the reality is different, conflicting with what he wants to believe. God, I do believe. Help me for my unbelief. And God knows as well that in our journey, sometimes we are doubt and unbelief. But God wants to say this. Your unbelief is bigger than God. 
And it seems like God want to heal the fathers first before he heals the boy. For God to heal the boy is easy. Actually, he wink, the boy is already healed. But he wants to deal with the father. Dealing with our unbelief hearts need process. Even me, I still have a, some part in my life that I'm still unbelief. But I say, God, I surrender. Because I cannot change my own unbelief. You can change my unbelief. Help me to overcome my unbelief. Then cut the story short. Jesus rebuked the, the demon. He said like, you deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. Verse 26, the spirit shrieked. Yeah? The spirit shout, convulsed him violently. So when God uh, rebuked it, the, the boy's body even like more rolling, more uncontrollable than ever before. And straight away the, the body is like still, like he's dead. When God did something in your life, sometimes things getting worse. What? After praying even more harder, after praying even more, what is it, chaos? Stick woman, is it right? But indeed, I experience it a lot. When I pray and the answer pray about to come, things getting worse, things getting chaotic. I can't like, and suddenly it seems like the, the boy after like doing, doing like that, bang, still like a death. And people surrounded whispering, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead. Have you experienced that? When things getting chaotic, people surround you and you yourself saying, Your faith is useless. Jesus is useless. His death, death end for you. Death end. Impossible. Hopeless. Hopeless. Christianity, hopeless. Your friends, hopeless. People leaving you, hopeless. Hopeless. Death, death, death. You know, in that time, don't hear to the death message. Don't hear to the depressed message. No. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet, and he stood up. At that time, when there was people whispering, he's dead, dead, dead. I believe the man just keep looking at Jesus. He's not looking at the people. He's looking at Jesus because he already experienced something with Jesus. Help me overcome my unbelief. I believe, but Lord Jesus, help me overcome my unbelief. Again, it's not written in the Bible. Jesus look at this man. The man look at Jesus. There is something happen going on in the man's life. He's changed because he allowed Jesus to change his life. And when the, the death messages going around in his ears, he's dead, he's dead. He look at Jesus and he trusts Jesus. He just calm. Trusting Jesus. And Jesus did something amazing things. Out of the most chaotic moment, God raised up the son. The boy, 100% perfect healing. No more process for the healing. At that time, he's healed. Where are you right now in your life? Are you in the In the journey like, oh God, I just want to try to know who you are. Uh, 
whether you are the true God or not. Oh, where are you? Uh, are you the one that already got the promises of God, but you see the situation is not getting better? Or you know that you believe, but sometimes you unbelieve because of all this news, this not good news, this discouraging news going around, and then God help me for un- my unbelief. I believe, but I unbelieve. And sometimes you do not not believe, not unbelieve God, but you unbelieve yourself. So you feel like maybe because I do not capable enough, God won't do it in my life because this is the problem. And you feel like, oh God. And because of that, you are unbelief that God will do great things in your life because you know this is a problem, Lord. This is a problem, Lord. But hey, notice that God is even bigger than you. God is even bigger than your unbelief, your weaknesses, even your sins, because He already paid your sins upon the cross. He paid it in full. He said it is finished and it's perfect as long as you allow Him to come and work in you and through you. Only God that can change our mind and our hearts. Yeah, Only God that can bring us to this place of intimacy with him he wants to reveal himself personally to you and some of you may be in this journey or maybe some of you in the journey that I already pray I believe but things getting tough tougher and tougher become toughest of my life maybe at this moment effort but at this time look upon Jesus Close our eyes to the death whispering. And just trust Him. He is our good Father. He is our good Shepherd. Because even though we make a mistake, He can just turn it out, become good. Thank you, Jesus, for today, Lord. Thank you for your message, Lord. I pray right now, Lord, that you raise up our faith, Lord. That we will so much depend on you, not on our skills, not on our experience, not on our analytical ability, which is good. But God, we want to depend on who you are, Lord Jesus. And we just want to trust, help us, Lord, to overcome our unbelief. Forgive us, Lord, that sometimes we just don't believe for whatever reason. But God, Forgive us and help us overcome our unbelief, Lord Jesus. Help us to, to just trusting your words, Lord. And keep walking based on your words, Lord Jesus. Your promises, Jesus. And I just so pray, God, as we read our Bible, Lord. As we read your words, Lord. That these words come alive in our life, Lord. And we will walk upon what we read, Lord. Because ladies and gentlemen, God speak to you first through the Bible. Because it is His love letters for you and for me. As you read, actually God speak to you. And God began to confirming what He spoken to you through other people, through the home group, through even this message this morning. Because God speak to you personally. You are, all of you, in a different journey. But as we are now together, God wants to speak to you. God wants to say, upgrade is for you. Healing is for you. Victory 
after victory and victorious life is for you because God loves you so much God loves you so much He is good whatever happened in your life because God want to work in you through you to bring you up into the person that God created you to be the person that full of the glory of God the person that love wisdom and righteousness the person that full of love toward God and toward one another the person that walking in holiness the person that love to walk in humility that is you the person that always worship Jesus and praise him thank you Abba Father thank you Lord I ask Holy Spirit just minister to each one of us in whatever journey we are Lord right now comfort us and I pray God specially Lord for those who never experience you personally Lord in this place I pray God for a personal encounter with you like these two fathers Lord they hear about you but there is one time that they need to meet you face to face and I pray right now in Jesus mighty name that the encounter happening right now even happening tomorrow next week even the rest of their life they're gonna experience this encounter but I pray God encounter with you face to face happening in Jesus mighty name meet us Lord meet my brothers and my sisters Lord in whatever journey and street they are right now God in their life meet us Lord Jesus face to face speak to us God I pray God for our hearts that maybe our faith already shaken a bit Lord we began to compromising things Lord we know the truth we believe but we unbelief therefore we compromise things God help us Lord for our unbelief Help us, Lord, to uphold your words, to believe your words, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I pray for healing as well, God, from the past. I just sense like there are some words already being spoken to your life, that, but that words is a bad words. It's bringing pain. It's bringing death. It's bringing this deception to your, to your life. It's bringing false identity to your life. I just want to rebuke these words in Jesus' mighty name. Any bad words upon your life, any bad identity that people or situation throw to you, in Jesus' name, I just want to rebuke it in Jesus' mighty name. Be free in Jesus' name. Be free and trust that you are important in God's heart. You are accepted fully. You are loved in Jesus' mighty name fully. And you have a significant life. You are not just somebody amongst these six, seven billion people. You are so significant that God going to use you, that God going to raise you up. You're going to do a lot of great things in your life. But do not let deception, do not let the words that bring you down rest and dwell in your life. Just let the words of God dwell in your life that bring peace, joy, wisdom, healing, deliverance, love, and hope come to your life. 
Because the word of God is the light unto your path. Your way, your journey gonna be so bright. As you allow the word of God come into your path. Walking together with you. Thank you Jesus.